So let's get the show started. Welcome to the Catfish and Crappie podcast. My name is Mark, and today's guest is Miss Christina Lemke. How are you doing, Christina? I'm good. Thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. I was thrilled to have you on the show today. Um, we were talking a little bit about this before the show started. Uh, I uh, am not fortunate enough to have children, but I do have nieces. And my nieces were some of my best fishing partners, which is why I'm a big supporter of, of any any um, lady angler out there, because I know they have a separate uh, um, set of hurdles that they do have to cross oh, yeah. to prove themselves or or just to compete. You know, it, it, it is what it is. So I like to be supportive. Um, last week, my buddy Chad over on the bait shop, he had a show where all the wives took over. I should have sent you a link to that. They were all talking so much crap about their husbands it was glorious oh gosh yeah to be a fly on that wall of that one <laughs> you know what's what's even more glorious about it my wife they don't have my wife's contact information okay oh, so they get in touch with her or else i think i'd have been in big trouble probably <laughs> so tell us a little bit about yourself let's start with where you're from i am from east central minnesota wyoming minnesota um it's probably about I don't know, 40 minutes, 35 minutes uh, north of Minneapolis. So I'll just shoot right up the freeway, head towards Duluth, and then you'll see my exit. But And I'm originally from Minnesota. I was born in Duluth and grew up in Kettle River, Moose Lake, Barnum area. So lived Minnesota in Milwaukee has... for a little while, but otherwise I've always lived in Minnesota. Oh, so you were in Milwaukee. How long were you in Milwaukee for? Um, almost five years, probably four, four to five years when I was married. Yeah. Did you get to fish while you were down there? Very little. Gosh, mm. if, if I, if I knew what I know now, you know, I really would have done a lot better. But, um, I remember meeting a mom, a young mom, when my son was doing half days in preschool and met a, met a gal and she showed me a few like little you know, ponds and streams and stuff. So I got to do mm -hmm. some stuff, but nothing nearly like I would have liked. Yeah. You, I, I have a feeling if you'd have known, you'd have tried to get on those Browns because. That's oh my goodness. List. <laughs> or yeah, even just I, south I there really... and, and just south of there in Racine, man, that the, the steelhead bite and the, uh, uh, the King salmon bite in the fall is pre pretty righteous. So, I mean, that's right. probably some of the best fishing that I have available to me. I'm about two hours from Racine two and a half hours from Milwaukee. So I try to make it that way. Also the bourbon fishing is pretty good up there in Milwaukee. I, I didn't, that I didn't know. I knew about the um, trout, but I know that is something I would love to get over and, and get that opportunity to try both, both from open water and ice, you know, you can go and what at the port, I think you can get over there and kind of in that area well, or, Washington it, or something. Well, the, um, the, the Browns are right in a, Oh, I, I don't know if yeah. if, Luke, if Luke's listening to this, he's going to not approve <laughs> of me uh, sharing information, but you know, right there at yeah. Summerfest grounds and, the, yep. and for, for that and the bays and the, the harbors and stuff. So a lot of people, uh, uh, they do very, very well out there. Um, if you want specific spots, contact me, we can talk after the show. I'll give you some yeah. spot fish over there, but you're, you're in God's country. Why am I even telling you that? Yeah. <laughs> Ponte and Jody, thank you so much for the super chat. I appreciate you and everything you do. Uh, she's, you know, she's my number one fan. I thought it was Luke Hanches. I don't know about <laughs> that. 
<laughs> or is that is that the is that Lyle? No, he's Lyle's number one fan. I think he's oh, Lyle's okay. number one son. Is what it is. That's Beata what he Frick. claims. That's what he claims. But we'll, we'll see what happens. I've been working on Lyle pretty hard. <laughs> I want to say hello yeah. to SK's crappie catching adventures. He's an awesome guy down in Texas. He catches some big crappie and a lot of them, Christina. So mm. he's probably one of my crappie heroes out there. And it's always an honor to see him uh, uh, come into my show. I do. Let me, let me make a couple of announcements here since I got everybody's attention. Um, next week, I am going to make the announcements for March Madness, the one versus one bracket tournament that I'm holding next month. Um, I'm going to have the rules hopefully in place. I'm going to have the contact information if you want to be entered into the random draw to get put on there. I am going to offer half payout of all Super Chats again uh, for this one. So uh, come back here next Monday. Get all the details. Uh, we'll see if we can't get a couple of surprise guests on here, and uh, we'll go from there. Also, I pretty much have a date picked out, not finalized, but picked out for um, the Size Matters Crappie Tournament. Um, I'm going to put a post up on my community tab asking if you guys think it would be better to have a 9-inch minimum to count or a 10-inch minimum. If we're going to go Size Matters, maybe we want to keep it to 10-inch and greater so. Uh, well, so keep an eye out to that. I needed to make those announcements because people have been messaging me like crazy. So here we go. Look at this. You stop throwing my name around. <laughs> my mic is uh, sounding kind of funny. Oh, I can hear you just fine. You sound good. Okay. All right. We're good. Fish on Luke says, you stop throwing my name around. I knew you were watching. <laughs> uh, hey, Luke. Uh, catfishing with cause. Thank you for the $2 super chat. I appreciate you. And I see Betty finally came in here, Betty. I shouted you out at the beginning. Like I always do. So, uh, I want to make sure that you, you hear that. If not, go back. I also want to say thank you. We got, uh, Bex over at no real loss. Wow. This is coming fast and furious today, Christina Bex, no real <laughs> loss. She's a, a crew member for three months. Thank you very much for, for your support for, for three months. That's awesome. Uh, and also, we got another super chat from Mike's Fishing Home. Thank you very much. Ooh. He's uh, jo Jody's catfishing friend. Catfishing friend? Is that what it is? Catfish friend? Catfish. I thought it was best catfishing, but I don't know. Price, <laughs> price is righted uh, since five months. Uh, freebie got missed. Well, thank you very much, Mike's. I appreciate you. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, so you're up in Minnesota. Um, and you were telling me that you're a guide up there, correct? Um, I do some stuff. Yeah. Here and there kind of word of mouth. I did have, have some advertising a, a few seasons back and I kind of pulled that down, but yeah, part-time, just some sh shore stuff and some ice stuff. Um, multi-species sturgeon, cat. Oh, you said the S word. We have a yeah. gentleman who happens to be in Chad here who, who got on an Atlantic sturgeon out there on the James river that was 222 pounds and he loves telling that story so we started a sturgeon tip jar that usually our people pay two dollars to say sturgeon in here but we're gonna let you slide uh-oh we're gonna <laughs> let you slide here um but okay so you, you fish for sturgeon i know you like fishing for flathead catfish during the summer right yep that's i've pretty much that's become my favorite fish to chase so years of my both i yeah. I got flathead fever. You know what flathead fever is, right? Well, if it's anything like buck fever, yeah. 
<laughs> oh, it's nonstop. Buck fever's after you shoot one or after you see yeah. one. Mine doesn't go away. Right. I yeah. Away. Mine neither. <laughs> Pretty obsessed. And Minnesota, it's kind of hard getting on them up there being the one pole state, correct? Um, it can be, yeah. On the on the Minnesota River, it's yeah, it's pretty tough. Depends on where you're at. Like, if I'm on the St. Croix, it's border waters there. So on the Minnesota side, I can run two lines. On the Wisconsin side, I can run three lines. But if I go on Minnesota River, then yep, you're kind of stuck on one. And then it's pretty much the same thing on the on the Mississippi. If you're unless you're on the border with Wisconsin there too. So look, look at this. We got a. Um... Super chat from Betty. Thank you so much, Betty. And you are my number one sister. Thank you, dear avid fisherman. It says uh, he's paying the fine for you, Christina, the, oh, the $2. Thank you. D is paying, you see, Dee's paying the two twenty two fine for you as well. So. Oh, <laughs> that's Thanks. nice. This is, this I guess is, I didn't, I wasn't aware of that rule. That's okay. With the guests, get a freebie. Nobody has to pay for it. You know, it gets pretty crazy around here. We got a lot of people who have, uh, uh, that are moderators and such and other people will pay me to take away their moderator just so they can ban them and hammer them. It gets to be crazy. And I've been known to law and I've been known to, uh, <laughs> I'm not going to read that out loud. <laughs> I can't even barely see it. I might need glasses. <laughs> I'll tell you after the show. That that meme, uh, the twenty or that one ten year challenge where you know you need glasses to tie your fishing line. That's becoming more and more of a thing for me. <laughs> oh that man, I left my glasses movie. at home. I got when I, I left my my reading glasses at home when I went out to fish. It took me literally like ten minutes to tie a hook on one time. And if oh. I was to do it on the ice with two pound test, forget it. I should just pack right. it up and go. That's and I'm, that's yeah. It's gotten a little harder this year. I've noticed that's a, for my ice fishing stuff. If I'm targeting panfish, that's mostly what I have on is pretty much two to three pound. And then if I'm if I know I'm going to target like walleye or you know something like that, then I go up a size. You know, go up sizes. But yeah, yeah. I you know down here getting on the bigger fish. If you're not fishing a tip up or an automatic fisherman, which I I believe they don't allow up there, correct? I'm pretty sure not. Yeah, yeah uh, I know so. a lot of people use the um, I fish. The I fish pros. Those are really popular. I don't have one yet, but I really do want to get one. Um, everybody, everybody keeps, including Luke and everybody else I know that I fish keeps raving about it. But yeah, I, I guess I'm old school. I picked up a couple of those auto fishermen's because I can use them, and uh, um, I'm using those for catfish, and and then I'll use the autos for for pike and shark. I mean the I, the tip ups. Okay pike so i don't do a ton of tip-up stuff every once in a while you know and and um but i've seen the autos and how they're used they are pretty cool sometimes they'll rip that hook right out of that cat so you got to be careful what you're doing um especially when you're using like i use the whisker stick whisker seekers ice rods you know they're they're shorty 38s man if i caught that in the face once i had a mark on my face for like oh two. my gosh yeah it was bad it got caught me right in the face um i i do need to take another quick second here i see that there's a lot of people that are celebrating their anniversaries as crew members i see d at 10 months thank you d i see uh, pontoon jody at three months thank you jody and I see JP3 at 10 months. Thank you very much, JP3. I appreciate each and every one of you. So, And people are getting timed out in chat. I'll have to figure out what's going on with that. So, huh. um, 
All right. Uh, so uh, Luke brought up that you have a bigger flat than him, actually. Uh, multiple, multiple bigger than you. <laughs> that what, what old, ask about those. So what, what are we talking about as far as your best flatheads? Uh, well, my personal best flathead is 47 by 30. And then I have a 46 by 31, you know, and then I have quite a few, you know, 40, 40s, 45s, you know, stuff like that. So, you know what? You guys are going to make me get a musky board because I'm still <laughs> old. I still weigh. Everybody's talking about how they their fish are X amount of inches and stuff. So I guess I need yep. to start doing that because I'm not going to lie. I have no idea how big those fish are pound wise. Any idea? Have you done the conversion? Sure. Um, yeah. So I usually use, there's two length by girth charts from the Minnesota mm -hmm. DNR. I use one for flathead and then one for, you know, the S species. <laughs> and, sure, sure. Uh, yep. And so that is a pretty close, estimated weight and there's like you know what is it length by girth by girth if i correct me if i'm wrong i don't know there's a formula but so you can use that formula but i just use the chart so typically you know a 47 a 47 inch fish that's gonna be anywhere from 45 to you know 50 pounds that's a good but, fish yeah but, that's a long fish well 30 the girth you know girth it's pretty good fish so yeah i have only weighed one of my flatheads ever it was my very first big one and i had a just like the rapala 50 pound digi scale mm -hmm. and it just it maxed it out like nothing and broke my scale and so i was like well okay <laughs> and you know i just tried to handle the fish and get it back as fast as i could but that was not but then that was the only one i ever weighed because some people gave me crap for it and you know actually made me realize that you can hurt fish you know holding it that way and weighing it by the jaw yeah. and all that mm -hmm. we, we always we always recommend weighing them in a net or getting a sling yeah yep. uh, a, a lot of the more responsible anglers that i hang out with and the ones that watch the show we really try to promote that and mm -hmm. wrong even some of the trophy guys uh that are going after like the really big hundred plus pound uh catfish i i, I recommend that uh uh you do weigh it but do it either in the net or in a sling and use like a yep. meat scale. I had a yeah. buddy of mine peg 110 pound scale. So it'll happen. Yeah. It, it will happen. Well, and for me, like being on shore, yeah, I could use my net, but I do so much solo fishing that, I mean, how would I even prove, like I would have to really have my, my phone set up good on video, good video to be able to get the weights, like it lifting it in the net in a, I don't know. I just would rather use the length by girth chart. That's the mm -hmm. quickest thing for me to do. Get my pictures, videos, whatever, get it back to the water, you know? Absolutely. So. Um, Austin over at Rock Bottom Cat says it's length times girth times girth divided by 800. Thank you. <laughs> That's what I hear. And Luke even says length times girth times girth. So, yep. Yeah. Yeah. I usually just use the, the DNR chart length by girth. It's a, it's a pretty, fairly pretty decent you know estimate look so. at this even d and chad got a musky bumper board in so maybe i need to pick up one of them maybe i'm gonna yeah. be a change man i'm gonna get a lot of business from uh, luke i'm gonna get a lot of business from dad for that because he's <laughs> gonna weigh him so yeah 
so those are some good flats. Um, are you using bullheads up there? Or are you catching them on flat on a uh, cut bait? Um, so I most of the time, like I would say, probably ninety nine point nine percent of my time, I'm using bullheads that I go catch. Um, and then I just have like this old rolling cooler with a flip open lid, and mm. I can hold probably thirty to forty bullheads in there. And then I just with a plug and wall aerator and take easily i take probably around 20 per trip with me you just never know how the bite's gonna go breaking off whatever and uh yeah so sometimes i do cut bait depending season you know when like spring's supposed to be really good you know for cut bait and fall um my pb this last season came on a fresh cut sheep head so and i was actually really yeah and and i was Try, I wasn't, I was trying for again the S word. And uh, you can say I sturgeon, a, I know the manager, <laughs> I say it's all right. Yeah. So, so I was going for sturgeon, actually, it was during the um veterans um sturgeon event in the fall. Like they have up here out of Lakeside. Luke, I know Luke was a, a captain, I think. Eric came up, Eric came um, up, yeah, I heard about that. So, yeah, I fished with Eric that evening after he was a guide. So I was on shore fishing when I caught and he was out with his client and I, I caught my PB flat on that sheephead, but I, I had a small circle hook on and I don't usually use circles for my cats unless maybe if I for sure know that I'm only going for channel cats, but I, I don't know. But usually right. for sturgeon, I, I run the circles. And so I had this like little five aught, you know, circle with this, I don't know. Failed. I don't know what the heck I was doing out there, but I didn't think I was going to get a giant flathead and, and especially on that spot where I was at. So kind of learned something uh, that on that, on that trip out. Roger's asking a question. I maybe, maybe you understand what he's, what he's talking about. He says, any thoughts on adding new content to your channel? Oh, Which, on my YouTube channel? Maybe. Yeah, I do have a tiny little YouTube channel and I think I have like, I don't know, maybe 50 followers or, you know, and I, I haven't uploaded anything for the last few years. I have, I do have some stuff I could put on there. I just haven't, I haven't done it, you you're, know, and I don't, I don't keep up with it enough. You're, you're a busy lady. Definitely. And you were saying, and this is where I'm going to set you up. Like I did Eric here. Here we go. You ready for okay. that? You're a single <laughs> mom, right? Yep. Single lady. Gentlemen, if we have any single gentlemen out there in the catfish family, she's quite the catch. You might want to uh, shoot her a message and don't send her any of those pictures. You know what I'm talking about, guys. Don't 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 make me look like a jerk. Be gentlemen. Just so yeah. you know. And you mentioned you were fishing by yourself, which is why I brought that up. Sure. Um, you go solo a lot, which is, you know, it's. I, I, I know a lot of ladies that are afraid to do that. Right. Some of them for better reasons than other, whether it's the area or past mm -hmm. experiences and stuff. So how, how do you get around that? Well, I don't want to live my life in fear. You know, I mean, I, I've absolutely fallen in love with flathead fishing and sometimes you got to go into certain areas, but I try to steer clear of stuff like that. I mean, there's plenty right. of places where I can find where I feel safe enough to fish alone, you know, and all night, all weekend, whatever it may be. Most of the time it's overnight into the morning and all weekend, <laughs> but 
I've had a few situations where it was kind of hairy and uncomfortable, but you just kind of get through it, you know, but yeah, we. Have I, I, do, I do get a lot of people, a lot of women ask me though, aren't you scared to be out there by yourself and at night? And I'm like, nah, I'm fishing. There you go. I, I, and I appreciate that. And yeah, we have a couple of ladies out here like Pontin Jody and catfishing with cows. I know they fish alone quite a bit too. Yeah. So they're, they're in there with you. And I didn't mean anything, you know, yet in this day and age, you got to qualify yeah. everything. I didn't mean anything other than that being a legitimate oh, yeah. concern for some ladies. So I wanted to address that. It is, it is really. And some, you know, in some areas you, that, yeah, that's what you're limited to is the urban in city or in you know city limit fishing which some of those some of those areas can be some of the best fishing opportunities around you know like mm -hmm. still water that's a great but that you know the the crime and whatever is really not you know we feel safe there but you know Stillwater is a good example where there's plenty of in city limit stuff but minneapolis that's been getting crazy yeah they so, have I mean, their issues up there but that's another oh, show yeah. for another time right Right. <laughs> Justin's fishing fetish says, uh, does she want a man that fishes as good or better than her or a complete beginner like me? And Justin's married, by the way. <laughs> well, oh goodness. I mean, I mean, I just, I just definitely want to find somebody that is going to love fishing as much as I do, whether they're at the same skill level level or not, that doesn't matter. You know? Sometimes it's hard for me to slow down and change my style to suit whoever I'm hanging out with or whatever that might not be at the same level as me. Um, so that can be kind of hard for me, I've, I've found. Mm -hmm. But I, they don't have to be as good or better, you know. It's fine. It's fine. I'm still learning. We, I mean, I think personally, fishing, you're learning every day. And if you're not, well... I think that's why we go back, Christina. Wouldn't you agree? Because yeah. when you learn something and you're successful, whether it's just not getting on some fish, it's finding fish on new water or whatever it is. That's where I get my, the most joy out of fishing. From Well, for me, that's where I find most joy. So, Yeah. It's that adventure, that ex exploring, that discovery that does it, uh, definitely. Don R has a question. I believe he's up in North Dakota. He says, do you ever fish around Bismarck uh, in the M Missouri weather River? Missouri. I've never fished the Missouri. Um, I've never fished Bismarck. I fished in North Dakota like once. Um, is it Lake Sac? I can't pronounce it right. Sacagawea. It's huge lake. It's a huge body of water. Yeah. And I like went and checked that out and I'm just like I was overwhelmed. I'm like, I don't even know. Don't be impressed anybody in chat. I only knew that because I heard somebody else say it in a story <laughs> or something. The only way. I can't pronounce half the lakes up there in Minnesota to be honest with you. So I have not had the opportunity to really fish over there, no. Like how do you say like is it Winnebagoshish? Winnebagosh? When, is it Winnebagosh? I just call it Lake Winnie all my whole Lake life. Lake Winnie. I think you're talking about Winnebagosh. I am big square, <laughs> big square almost lake, big round lake. Yeah. Miles been there a few times when I was a kid. Great place. But anyways, the names just brought that one to, to be. We have a lot of interesting ones up here. A lot of a lot of native native named lakes, you know, too. So some of those are kind of tongue twisters. But 
we have a lot of gun talk in the chat. People saying how they protect themselves on the blank. So on the yeah, bank. yeah, I am. Unfortunately, right now I'm. I don't have my carrying concealed. It's something I want to work on and do. Hopefully, in the next year would be this season would be ideal. I so, highly recommend it. Yeah, highly recommend it. Um, I think that uh, anybody um, and everybody should go get it. Uh, yeah. Let's get political. I don't think you should have to be taxed to exercise your right. But anyway, I we'll agree. go. All right. Uh, Matt over at Want to Be Outdoors, he says, what does the woods part of your name represent? Um, Woman woman of the Woods and Waters. Well, I do some hunting stuff or I, I used to more so when I was younger and a few years back. Um, but then I, you know, got into cats and sturgeon and then chasing, you know, chasing fall fish. Well, it just runs into fall hunting. And so over the last couple of years, you know, I've kind of gotten away from hunting, but I still love to go out into the woods and explore and camping. And so just kind of like outdoors, woods, you know, I don't know. It's just a name I came up with like, gosh, probably like four years ago or so, five years ago. And thought if I ever take off and really get out there and with like my, you know, passions and potential guide business and stuff that I wanted that name. So I just kind of like it. Luke's got a comment here. I couldn't pass that one up. He says, Big Dick Lake and Little Dick Lake are two of my favorites right next to Johnson Lake. No joke. <laughs> oh, I've actually heard. I swear I've heard of Big Dick Lake. I, I swear I've seen it on Navionics or something or the Minnesota DNR Lake Finder. We got people sending me messages. I'm not going to oh, look. Boy. That would be rude. <laughs> I think he's sending me middle finger ones all the time. So <laughs> oh goodness! But so we had a, we had a question about uh, like your PB wall walleye. You chase a lot of walleye, or do you chase a lot of walleye? Um, well, more so on the river, open water than ice. Um, this over the weekend, I was trying to find some. On um, my went to Leech for my first time, Leech Lake, and um, and then I hit Malax on the way home. So unfortunately, I didn't connect with the walleye there, but. Open water on the river, um, Mississippi, pool two. Uh, there's some pretty good shore opportunity there. So I've gotten, you know, some springtime, you know, like Easter around Easter pre-spawn, got on some bites there. And then uh, actually my PB walleye came flathead fishing on a live bullhead. I got a 30-inch walleye last season. So On, on a bullhead? <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, on a live bullhead. The one, the one night into the next morning, they just would not stop. And I thought, I thought it was like gar or channel cats, you know. And it's just like walleye, and they just kept getting bigger throughout the night. And then finally, like tw like dawn, twilight, the next morning, I cracked one, and I thought it was. I seriously thought it was a big channel until I seen it close enough, and I'm like, oh my god, the walleye I just lost my mind. I'm like, I finally got my dirty thirty. I was so excited. That's yeah. That's my goal. That's that's what is it? A 30, 30 pound king, thirty inch. We've had this talk many times on this channel. 30, <laughs> thirty inch walleye, thirty pound king, twenty inch at least down here, twenty inch smallie, and a thirty pound yeah. channel. Those are those are my four goldfish in life. Thirty. Oof. Yeah. So for a 30, 30 pound channel, that's like what forty some inches. I told you, I don't measure them. I don't know, Christina. 
Put me on the spot. I'm supposed to look like the smart one here. My my PB channel cat came from the Red River a couple seasons ago, solo on the shore, pre-spawn. Oh my goodness. Second time ever fishing the Red River. I mean, just phenomenally insane. Just I just kept I was like a pig in the mud, like literally in the red river clay riverbank, just full of mud, laughing, trying to handle two rods being folded over like tacos. It was crazy. But I got a 37 inch. Um, that was my PB and that, you know, it's that's easily a 20 pounder, but I could, so 30 pound. Wow. <laughs> that's giant. Luke says, Luke says a 38 can weigh 30 with a 25 inch girth. Yeah. They, they that blew up. <laughs> he says it's close enough. Yeah. yeah. I saw a 29.17 come out of a lake last year, and I'm going right back to that spot this year. I can't wait in the fall during this, right before the spawn. Um, uh, half the people in chat know where I'm heading. Um, so hopefully I, we'll get on it. There. I think I, just, I know what lake you're talking about. Yeah, but... right in Madison there on the chain. Yep, yep. We'll I, I haven't hit it yet. I really, really want to badly. Oh, you know, a couple different lakes, that, pre, that pre-spawn and ice. It is bizarre. You know, ice, not so much. There's a lot. I've heard a lot of uh, mixed mixed reviews on ice so far this year. It's not as good as it once was. Even yeah. with the, the spring bite, um, I think the locals are getting mad that they've been so successful because that's more of a perch slash pike, even some muskie lake out there, and even some walleye in different parts of the chain. And you know how Wisconsin is the nor- north isn't so uh, – catfish friendly as as the yeah. south so right so hopefully they'll get it figured out and they realize what kind of a gem they have it's right an, there in yes it's an ama- amazing fishery amazing i've seen i've seen luke the northwood stuff and troy and amy and all them mm-hmm. and and eric wow like holy you know and i'm just like i need to go there but i haven't had that it just hasn't panned out for me yet i always say someday when i grow up you know someday when i grow up I'll tell you what, I got the fish for uh, for sturgeon with Eric this year, um, and that was a lot of fun. But I've been up to the Wisconsin River since, and I think I'll keep going up there. That, that just up, There's something about up north. If you got the weather, man, it, it's a hell of a place to fish. I, I can't put it any other way. Yeah, it's absolutely beautiful. Yeah, I like big rivers. I like the I like the big rivers south. I like, uh, uh, but lakes as far as that goes, and some of the rivers up north, you you just can't beat it. It's it's definitely God's country up there. And there's something about there being taverns out in the middle of nowhere that really makes me happy. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's this last season. I mean, I I made it a goal to fish the Minnesota River because I wanted to get off the Croix, and and so I did that. And you know, I just found some really cool spots that are just off the grid like literally i have no service i'm alone off a minimal maintenance road like out where no one is it's it's just really peaceful especially in today's day and age with everything going on you know it's great (laughs) and and there's there's uh ryan just showed up what's going on ryan how you doing he's the one i told you that i stole that saying of about ice fishing that i hate ice fishing i love fishing fish that's him right there he's a good dude he's a slayer too he gets on some big fish he fishes with eric too from time to time i believe so he's he's a familiar and and luke says he's going to spend three full days on madison i'm going to spend six up there then luke take me with you come on down i'll give you the intel afterwards 
We'll get it all set up. I saw something else here that I didn't want to miss. So people talking about cat count. Oh, right here. You got an invite right here from Uncle Josh from the One Ton Fishing Crew to come fish uh, uh, Kerr Lake in Virginia. Oh, my gosh. That would be awesome. Did you see that, that somebody? Awesome. Yeah, somebody caught a 112-pounder there during the ice bowl this weekend. Yes. That's insane. I did see that. That was a hog. Yeah, nuts. And I, yeah, I seen one guy in his suit and it was all frozen, slimed. You know, that's like us up here up north, you know, we're, you know, getting on ice sturgeon and stuff and whatever. You just get a big old slimy mess, frozen mess. It's fun. <laughs> Justin is asking, uh, do pike mess with you when you're catfishing? Do pike? Um, yeah, I've had a few. I've had a few pike take my baits. Just a couple, though, and like springtime, you know, spring cats, I've thrown cut red horse and stuff. I, I usually pick up some pike doing that. Uh, I've only had one or two pick up my bullhead. The one in particular, I really thought it was a flat. I mean, it took it and ran right into the wood. Like, I'm like, whoa, here was a big pike. So. <laughs> They'll do Sometimes. that. We got, on, we got on some pike on the Madison chain, and, and some of these catfish guys really had some bad things to say about them. But I, I do like pike. They're fish from my youth, too, so. And plus, yeah, we got them. Are. I could I could literally go like three blocks from my house, and I live in the suburbs, and I can get on some pretty decent pike right here in my backyard. So I'm pretty grateful about that, and the, they're fun to catch too. So right, okay. they're just kind yeah, of angry, they, and they'll bite at anything. <laughs> they will, especially if it's bad. they love dead bait. I still got to get that hot dog one under my belt. That's my next goal. Oh, we're gonna get one on a, We're gonna get one on a hot dog, and then we're gonna pickle that one. We'll make a video out of that. <laughs> And then Luke came up cool. with the idea of eating a hot dog after you use it or smoking a hot dog. That's Holy. his idea. He can do that. So Yeah, and I never get into that. I've never used hot dogs as bait or, um, believe it or not, I've, oh, I've only used chicken liver like once or twice, but I didn't have any mesh netting to put it in, so that was a fail. <laughs> and then um, I've never used, you know, chicken, chicken boobs or whatever people yeah, like to use. Chicken, chicken and Kool-Aid and... Josh from Pig Patrol calls them T-I-D-D-Y-S's, titties. Yep, yep. So I'm not going to say titties. the other word. Yep, exactly. A lot yep. of people in the chat here and a lot of people in the catfish family, they, they love using chicken, which I've come to be – I have never really had a problem, but I don't yeah. give them much of the business. I always used to give them a lot of hard time because I'm a natural bait guy. But there's something – when I was a kid – these old timers used to tell me you can catch a pike on a hot dog and I didn't freaking believe them. And yeah. everybody tells me it's true. So I'm going to give it a couple more. I'm going to give it a couple more shots. And, and if I get on them, I'll believe them. If not, I'm going to go visit their graves and we're going to have <laughs> words, old men. I mean, there's plenty of people that catch quality fish on, on chicken. So, Hey, you know, don't overlook it. Right. Absolutely. If you're looking to catch fish, that's a good way of doing it. Well, I mean, uh, let's see what Don R says. Christina, Jody is great people. If you want to fish Lake uh, Sacawee and Missouri River, I will help you out. See, wow. you got lots of invitations coming on. Thank you. Good other people talking about pike. So uh, do you target pike quite a bit, or is that usually a bycatch? Like I know a lot of people. Yeah. Um, when I was, I don't know, when I was younger, I would say, and like, probably six years ago, I did more of that stuff, more, more bath, more pike, um, you know, just a lot more like bobber fishing, just 
I don't know. I've just really changed my style of fishing and what I target and how. So mostly it's just a bycatch now. Yeah. Kind of like my bass are like my PB bass came on a one inch minnow gulp. It's like ridiculous. That's another story though. But yeah, I, I totally get it. And I'll get a lot of well. I need to up my walleye game. Any tips? Yeah, you kind of the mic kind of got all funky on again. I really need to up my walleye game, Christina. Can you give me any tips? Um, for walleye. Walleye, yeah. I ask everybody who's a walleye fisherman that comes on my show to give me some tips. I'm not going to okay. get away without giving me some tips. Um, well, for me, cold water, let's go, let's say like Easter time. Um, I throw number 12, number 14 husky jerks. So there's that really slow twitch, twitch, pause, and, but really slow, like slow where you can't even stand it slow and cranking it back to you. And when they hit that thing, holy buckets, do they rail it? They just rail it. It's nuts. I finally want to, you know, I finally got that technique dialed down last spring. And, and once I figured it out, it was just game over. Just game over. It's one of my biggest problems. Um, I, I fish for, I fish for crappie quite a bit. Notice I didn't say I'm as super successful at catching crappie quite a bit. I said, I fish for crappie quite a bit. So don't give me any flack in, in chat folks. Um, and that's so slow. It's almost painful. I'm really familiar with, but for some mm -hmm. reason, with walleye, I just think I have I'm having a hard time getting that cadence down. That's that's making yeah. a difference. I've tried everything from, you know, um, uh, uh, walleye suckers on on jigs or, or or shiners on jig heads to to blade baits and stuff. And yeah. I don't know for hard my, pack. I guess my, my three favorite ways to target the river walleye are with the twelve to fourteen size husky jerk. Um. If I'm in a boat, I can go up to a number seven rip and wrap, sometimes on shore, depending on the current, but uh, five to a seven in rip and wrap, and then the jigs in plastic. That's usually my three three go-tos on the river. Yeah, I do better with plastics, with, with paddle tails and stuff. I'll almost, you know, yeah. but then I'll, I'll just bounce them up and down off the bottom, maybe even fish them like a Ned rig almost. I'll put a Ned head on the top of them and, yep. and get those tails to stand up a little bit. And I've had a little better luck with that. So what what are your favorite colors to use in plastics for, uh, um, for let's start with walleye. For walleye, um, chartreuse is one of my favorite colors. Purple, try to match, you know, match your hatch, you know, what, what natural bait forage and where you're fishing. So mm -hmm. like, Blue, you know, your blues, your whites, pinks can be good. All kind of depends on your water clarity and stuff, too, you know. So. Is that the, those, those sound like good crappie colors. I'm guessing you use those for crappie as well. Yeah, yeah. Pretty much your standard, you know, good producing colors, you know. But sometimes they just want some a weird oddball, you know, thing you right. wouldn't even think would work. But, all, you know, sometimes that works. Cool. And what's the crappie fishing up by you? I know I see you catch a lot of them on the ice. Are you doing any open water fishing for them? Um, there's a few few places I'd, I'd go, like pre-spawn, um, open water. But I do mostly stuff probably through the ice nowadays for crappie. But 
some early season pre-spawn um like bobber bobber style i use like a rock bobber and i like no weight and then i just use like a gamagatsu um colored hook like a pink a pink or orange hook and then uh, we get really big nice fat heads or shiners and we'll just kind of huck and at night and then so we use like uh we put on the little what is it the fill the fill uh little night lights you know you can turn them on and off uh -huh. so i put them on my on my bobbers but and then you just you know you just wait but caught some pretty nice um crappies that way in the spring yeah but, and then ice yeah i got a really good one last winter on the saint croix so the thing was 14 I, inches but it was built like no other <laughs> yeah some of them some of them get pretty wide shoulders on them and they'll put on weight pretty quick as soon as they start getting those shoulders i think that's when they get a little older um so a 14 yeah. inch I've seen a 14 inch way up near on to two pounds even they've been that thick yeah um, it was it really was i was like holy cow and people are like what that's only 14 and i'm like yeah look here it is on the bump board like they get, re they get real tall too that's when it they was. start really massive yeah they they look like freaks of nature they don't look as freaky as those big bluegills so but they yeah. still pretty they get pretty impressive looking for sure that, that's my goal i want a three pounder on the wall here right behind me i think that one of these days we're gonna have wow. to a little traveling to get that done so somebody actually caught a yeah. four pounder right an hour away from here this winter on the ice holy man I every, year one, every year one comes out of that one lake um and, and and maybe i need to fish there at night maybe that's my problem yeah try it yeah. don't i mean i love fishing at night it's, if i could if i had my choice whether to fish day or night i'd pick night that's <laughs> just you know and I'm just finally getting good at fishing for flatheads during the day, too. That's the thing. I was trying to get away from the night fishing, and it just draws you right back in. It does, kind yeah. Nighttime is of, the right time. I think you're right. Christian <laughs> uh, Freedom says, does she hook her bullheads through the shoulders or behind the dorsal? Good question. Um, Usually behind the dorsal. Yeah. And, you know, I try to go at that angle or whatever but luke luke has that specific angle he uses i kind of try to do that but i i i hook them i try to it's almost like skin hooking them but as light as i can get it i you know so they really have they're really the action on them is good you know even in and i don't want to be able to cast them off but mm -hmm. you know what i mean be able to cast them and you know especially if you're from the bank if you're from the bank yep. sometimes you got to reach out and you can't help it i've had you know i've had it, it depends on the water conditions i do both and it depends on the hooks i'm using stuff like that so but you had mentioned you don't use circle hooks as much for flatheads you said right no no yeah um typically not so much anymore when i very first started out I was doing circles and very quickly realized that the gap is huge. It's huge, important. And especially if you're using live bait. So I missed, I had, I just, one night I just had a horrible experience. Thankfully I was alone because it was so bad. It was embarrassing. <laughs> and that, that's how, I mean, I just lost so many fish. It was just horrible. And I was talking to somebody about it and he's like, I'm telling you, it's your hooks. You need to change your hook. So I ended up, then going over to big river jays like a, like gamagatsu big river jays mm -hmm. and then um 
uh, Team Catfish, Mighty Wide, Kale Hook. Then I ran those for up until last season when I um, got hooked up with Nocturnal Nation Catfishing. So now I'm trying to just run those, you know. They have all sorts of different stuff, um, you know. And they have really big stuff, too. And their hooks are strong. I've never never seen I, a strong hook. I was out. I was out fishing with Cliff, and he's he had a whole bunch of them, and he was showing me some of the sizes and the gaps. And Isn't stuff. that crazy how big they are? Yeah, number thirteen. Yeah, that's crazy. Sometimes, sometimes I think that's kind of like a, uh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if I I need a thirteen a thirteen odd hook. I mean, I've seen. I could see it for so, like like Luke's like giant blue cat, like you know, over a hundred plus pound fish maybe, uh, but. That's you a know, for, say that you don't need them or whatever. I don't have experience with blue cats or anything. Or, like or maybe for like alligator gar or something like that, you know? Yeah. For, for something like, well, or unless you're running like a really giant, like red horse or something, you know, live where you need that big, big hook. But I don't know. He sent, you know, Corey sent me a bunch of really cool stuff. And so I got a whole package of, um, you know, a welcome cool. Maybe that. maybe I'll pick some of maybe I'll pick some of them up this year. I've been meaning to to check them out, and and I know yeah. some people that use them. And they really like them. Uh, yeah, and, and they're they're tournament winning hooks too. I mean, we we had a lot of a lot of um, guys and gals out there did really well this season down there and down south with the turn those hooks in the tournaments. So, cool. so shout out to your sponsor, right? Yeah. Uh, Pontine Jody says hi, Christina. I'm Jody. Nice to meet you. I love flathead at night. Want to be friends? Question mark. Oh, I thought that was a Did question. Did we just become best friends? Send her a friend request on Facebook, Joey. Yeah. Come on. Find Holy me shit. on Facebook. Find me on Instagram. Oh, look at this. You heard of bromances. This is like sister romances here. What the <laughs> heck is going on? Uh, Roger says, what kind of boat does Christina run? Do you have a boat? Oh, goodness. So, I funny. I do have an old boat. It was my grandfather's boat. And my dad brought it down to me, oh, I don't know, like five years ago, probably. And uh, it was already like time to winterize when he brought it down. So it's just a little old 14 foot um, crest liner from the 70s. And then it's got like a 9.9 Johnson on it from the 70s. I have not had the opportunity to fish out of it yet or run it. We winterized it. And then I ended up moving it over to my best friend's um in Royalton. So it's almost two hours away. But and then I was gonna start kind of working on it and fixing it up so I could get out there and just it hasn't happened yet. So no. A yes and no. I have a boat, but I You haven't used it yet. Yeah. Yeah, it's hard to find time to get everything you want to get done. Well and I just I don't know. It just takes a lot of time and money, you know, to fix restore and fix stuff up and the trailer is like I honestly probably would be better off just getting a new trailer, you know, a new trailer for it. I mean, there's so much updating on the hardware and everything that needs to be done. It's just mm -hmm. not in my, I don't know. I would just rather just go fishing. What's our <laughs> like, lot I of just work. want to go fishing. I don't want to fart around. Yeah. How is the, here, here, real quick. It says, uh, see, you don't need a boat when you got friends like Luke. It says me and Christina uh, went and put my old, uh, put in my, Old boat for sturgeon once, and you guys crushed it. Yeah, if you got yeah. friends with boats, you don't always need them. Yeah, it's a treat for me to get in a boat. I mean, I do. I don't like. Usually, I don't bug people about it. I don't usually like to ask. You know, I feel like that's kind of rude. Like you should be invited out. You know, um, I agree. but every once in a while, I'm like, God, I really want to get in a boat. 
But I, a perfect example, one night, yeah, okay, I got the opportunity to get in a boat, and I got my ass kicked. I got skunked. So then I, the night we fished all night into the next morning, and then I went back, and I thought, well, it was only Saturday. I went out on a Friday. I said, screw it, I'm going to camp out. I'm going to fish the rest of the weekend on shore. Redemption, five fish, and <laughs> to the next morning. I'm like, wow. <laughs> So I don't always have the best of luck in the boats. You know, I just started boat fishing in like the last, like three years ago. And I've always been a bank fishing guy. I fished off boats. We had boats out on the Tippecanoe River and stuff and that. But um, I do better off the bank as well. I got my spots. I got some hidden yeah. spots nobody knows about that I will yep. not film. Or, or, or even when we take pictures, we got the perfect angles that nobody yeah. knows we're at. We're a couple of those guys. But um, it, it, boats are, it, it's different. It takes a while to get the hang of it. And I think, uh, up until like the year before last, uh, that was a good year for me on a boat last year, percentage wise was a really good year. I didn't get out as much as I wanted to, but it, it, it takes time. I mean, there's an art to it definitely from mm -hmm. anchor up to, to getting your boat just positioned. Right. So. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, uncle Josh says, are you able to keep your sturgeon up there? We do have a tagging, a tagging season in September, so you can purchase a tag. I think it's like ten bucks or something like that, and then um, you're allowed to keep one, and it has to be sixty inches or bigger to keep it. So, I I don't um, purchase a tag. I have I have no need to keep one. Personally, I really wish that um, we could reduce that size down to something you know like 45 you know we have so many like 35 to 40 50 inch range fish like why take the genetics out of the water basically you know when we could you know younger smaller size fish probably taste better but yes we do have it we do have a taking season where you can keep you know when i was growing up lake michigan sturgeon was a big deal Every now and then, uh, um, one of the old timers in the neighborhood would get one and they'd bring it home. And I couldn't tell you, I couldn't tell you what it tastes like. It was so long ago. So it must not have yeah. been that good comparatively. Cause I, I don't remember to be honest. I can tell I, you what, what smell tastes like, yeah. but not surgeon. Yeah. I could definitely tell you what that smells like. It smells like I mean, I've heard like it's that. really good. I've heard it's really good meat. It's, it's good smoked. I'm sure there's multiple ways you can cook it, whatever. Um, and then I, I am, I'm a little bit of Ojibwe, so I know that it's a bit, you know, it's main thing was, a, mm -hmm. was and is a main staple of the, you know, of their diet. So I know it's a good fish and, you know, a fish of that size, that's a lot of meat, you know. Could feed a lot of people. Yes. Definitely. Matt has a question. He says, have you ever been to the sturgeon bowl? Is that a thing? Sturgeon bowl. I mean, it must be a thing. I have never been there. If not, um, it should be. It well, they do, you know, on the St. Croix through Fish Donkey, uh, they do some different, you know, sturgeon tournaments up mm -hmm. here. Um, in Minnesota, and they do, uh, like a fall, um, sturgeon tournament. So, do you do, you do some tournament fishing or, or not? Um, I have, yeah, I have throughout the last, you know, probably about five years, uh, some ice, some open water stuff. Um, I haven't done any any catfish or sturgeon turn. Well, I've done one sturgeon, one sturgeon, 
but otherwise, uh, just a couple ice fishing ones. So a couple of water multi. Richard over at Fish and Freedom says, when targeting flatheads with bullheads, are you casting them into brush, cut bank, rocks, or all of the above? Well, it really kind of depends on the spot I want to go to. Um, you know, it just really depends on where I, my spot. So usually if I like to fish by some form of structure, so log jams, you know, I'll pitch them over there by log jams. Um, I try not to fish too rocky of stuff because you just lose so much stuff if you're not using some kind of float or, mm -hmm. you know, so I don't know. Most of the time it's like a log jam kind of thing, or I'm, um, you know, I'm fishing some kind of where a transition where it's transitioning from sand to that rock or something, ripping rip rap rock or something. Um, or like a hole, you know, where I'm hucking, I'm, I'm like on a point or something and I'm hucking my bait, one of my baits out into a hole and then I'm hucking one up shallow or something like that towards maybe some wood, you know. And that's when you're on the Wisconsin side, correct? <laughs> well, on the, on, the, on the Minnesota side, yeah, where I can okay. use two. Now, if I were to go over onto the Wisconsin side, say like in Stillwater where we have like a lift bridge that goes all the way across, from Minnesota side to the Wisconsin side, it's a walking bridge or and bike bridge, but literally in the middle of that, you're on board, like in the middle of the border of the water, you can fish three there. So, but yeah, I usually just, I usually just do the two on, on the cry on the Minnesota side, but sometimes I go over there. Cool. And you, you had mentioned, you know, um, that you, you you bring like 30 bullheads with you you got to be having a pretty productive night if you're getting if you're bringing 30 bullheads with you yeah well i mean usually anywhere from i usually easily bring about 20 out i mean the most i've caught in one night for flathead is six well it was during the day actually so the, my, my most i've caught in one outing is six um but you know i always like to have extra because you just don't know you don't know if you're going to cast baits off you're going to snag baits off how the bite's going to be you know, you if I drop my bait bucket or something, you know. Yeah, yeah, I've done that. I've I've dropped one off a dock once. That really ended the trip pretty quick. Right. So you just don't know what's going to happen out there. <laughs> I try to go in prepared. You know. We got lucky with the cast net that day. Thank goodness for that. I thought it was over and done with. Yeah. Uh, let's see if we got any more questions. Do you guys have any more questions for Christina? I do want to remind everybody that her links are definitely out in the description to her social media, uh, to your uh, Instagram page, right? Woman of the yep. uh, Water in the Woods, I believe, correct, is what I got on here. Yep. And Woman also and your Facebook page. If you want to be friends with her, go go like her Facebook page. Uh, go uh, say a bunch of nice things. Tell her how much you enjoyed seeing her on the show. Um, hopefully, uh, we'll get her a bunch more followers. And I want to say thank you, Christina, for being on the show. I really Thanks. had a good time with you tonight. I'm glad I finally got to talk with you a little bit. I've been I've been stalking your Facebook pictures forever. Your fish pics, not that other thing. I'm a married man, so I'm taken. Um, here, <laughs> yeah. Taken. But if you're a single guy out there, Christina might be interested in uh, entertaining offers. But you better have your game together, because <laughs> if not, you got me to answer to. So. 
Christine, again, thank you. Next weekend, guys, uh, make sure you tune in. We're going to explain the uh, one versus one March Madness bracket tournament. We're going to let you know how you can get involved. Also, I'm going to try and get my shit together for the uh, size matters tournament keep an eye out on my uh, community tab on youtube um, i'm going to have a, a poll up there to answer questions and uh, hopefully we'll get out and fish tomorrow folks i meant to get out today that didn't happen uh tomorrow's going to be 45 degrees we got eight inches of ice i think we're going to be good tomorrow christina oh that sounds gorgeous i got my eye on a brush pile of christmas trees that i marked during the summer there you go transferred over to my cell phone we'll see if we can't get on the crappie bite so everybody have a great day get out and fish uh like it says on my website make life good go fishing thank you again christina let me know if there's anything we can do for you dear